Are you a conscious leader or a visionary or a thought leader in this world? And would you like to create some of your own content in collaboration with us? If so, please head over to theatlasofconsciousness.com to check out more of our video and production content. We would love to work with you to get more of these new earth messages out into the world. Thank you once again for listening. And now on to the episode. So the way I learned to unlock this time travel in my life was to learn to be the greatest support to my own vision, because that's what I believe I never had. This is the Atlas Emotion series, where we share edge of the earth ideas for a new world. Hello. And welcome to another Atlas Emotion Series podcast. My name is Ella. Today, I want to ask a question. And the question goes like this. Did you know that you can time travel? You can do it. And this I've been experiencing. Today's podcast is going to be all about time travel. And it's a series of four podcasts, which I'm really excited for. Time travel, prosperity, gravity, and creation. And they all go together to help us create a new world from the inside out. So what exactly is time travel? And what am I talking about? Well, I've had a really big vision for basically creating stories that I really believed in and for them easily landing on my doorstep. Recently, that exact thing just happened. When I booked one piano lesson and it led to a new advertisement on a project I completely believed in for the same music academy where I booked that piano lesson. I didn't even tell the academy director that I had the atlas and that I made films, but he found his way there. And within two weeks of meeting each other for the first time, we had a finished advertisement. Another example of time travel in my life. There was one day where I was feeling really alone, feeling like creatively I didn't have a partner. And I realized that all I really wanted in that day was a creative partner. And within 30 minutes of having that feeling and letting it go, I heard a knock on the door. And when I opened the door, my jaw hit the floor because it was one of my closest friends and my closest creative partner who was just dropping by to to visit me, but he doesn't live anywhere near me. So I was in complete shock. And it was an answer to the question that I posed to the universe. Or there's the other time of time travel where I put down my work and I felt like I wanted to have a break and I wanted to see my friends. And one second later, I had a phone call from a friend. Turns out he was just down the road. They were going for a hike and they were wanted to catch up and meet with me. And it just was so satisfying. We ended up going to dinner and it was just really cool. Because in all these instances, I just had this feeling of what I desired. And within a microsecond, I was receiving it almost, it seemed. So it's like this chance moment of change. 
I want to visualize it or I like to visualize it as this kind of golden orb. And this month for me has been all about support. At the beginning of the month, I saw that this golden orb was this supportive universe that I lived in, but it was something that I was reaching for. But by the end of the month of doing a lot of inner work, which I'll talk about today, I felt this one night that I was that golden orb of light and I was completely aligned to that feeling. It completely surrounded me. So today we're going to talk all about time travel. But it's all about time travel in relationship to requited love. So the way that most of us and me as well have been experiencing a lot of life is almost this feeling of a time lag. And I had this thought come to me that time lag is like death following us around. It's the lag between our supported vision and its realization. So how do we close that gap? How do we start to experience these beautiful moments of time travel where we seem to be exported from the reality we were living in? perhaps a very lonely reality, to one where we're completely connected and we experience something brand new. Well, it's, it's a little bit about addiction, actually. And what I had to heal was a little bit of an addiction, if you will, to boys, to being needy and to need others to love me, to neediness itself. Time travel, I learned, was the act of being fully supportive to myself. What does that look like to me? Well, It looks like a vision where I get to make the projects that I believe in and I love with people that I love and they arrive easily. It looks like the ability to to receive as I choose, where life gets to be fun, where I get to be taken to a frequency where that already exists. I get to have exactly what I want that I can choose and I'm allowed to choose. And this month has taught me that the truth is that we are all beyond the realm of time's control. But the first step is to allow ourselves to perceive it that way. So what does requited love have to do with it? Well, it's all about our heart. Our heart is the only clock. And is our heart captured by neediness? Or is it captured by solitude and worth? It's a different world where we end up holding ourselves. Because time is relative. Time is relative to whether we feel requited love or unrequited love. There is no real time, only frequency, and that's the frequency of love or hate. The more we allow ourselves to invest in the frequency of love, we end up with something new being created, a new frequency, a new frequency where we are with that in love. So the way I learned to unlock this time travel in my life was to learn to be the greatest support to my own vision. Because that's what I believe I never had. That's what I I thought I I never had or, or how I felt I was raised. That I'd have these huge artistic visions but people wouldn't support them. And I kind of had a really amazing opportunity. Because my housemates moved out and I ended up having to face all these challenges in myself where I felt I wasn't supported and I didn't have the financial, the resource support I needed. But instead of moving toward feeling that and constantly feeling that, even though sometimes I would be waking up in the middle of the night, 
I started doing these guided meditations on support every time I felt that feeling. And suddenly this vision and the feeling and the practice of these guided meditations led to that bodily experience of support. You know, every time I would feel very lonely or like I didn't have anyone with me, I would look up a guided meditation on loneliness or a guided meditation on support. And by the end, I would be feeling that. And that's how one of my friends basically arrived. I did that guided meditation for support and then he arrived on my doorstep. So this is a journey for all of us beyond addiction and to into worthiness. As I let go of my addictions, I actually let go of a bunch of them <laughs> this, this month and, and instead of choosing to feel addicted to loneliness, I... I followed through with doing these meditations on support and I, I found that I wasn't waiting anymore. I wasn't waiting for my purpose. I wasn't waiting for someone to arrive because I was always arriving there with myself. I discovered that that outside world was traveling with me and as long as I was needless, I found that all was present in this state of grace that I had. So not having a housemate was one of the most incredible opportunities I've given myself. Instead of receiving and retrieving support from someone else, I had the opportunity to heal the patterns of abuse, which was so strong, which made me feel like I was chronically trodden on and that abuse was the only real reality that was available. But I would always address these feelings when they ar arose for a whole month. And I, f I find now that, you know, once where money used to be such a strain on me, I'm able to look inside my consciousness and, and ask, would I rather be scared about money or would I rather feel perfectly safe and supported? And now I'm at a place where I, I say to myself, whatever happens, I will always be safe. I'm able to say the I am's to me. I am free. I don't have to try, I just am. I realize that it's all just me and it really is about that inter internal change. I mean, this evidence from my friends and, and colleagues just arriving after I first supported myself, it's really mind-blowing. Really, it's that we all don't have to try, we just are, but it's about being there with those parts of us that don't feel supported. I think the thing is that what I've experienced and a lot of us experience is that when we're in this poverty feeling, we believe that's just the way it's meant to be and that's just the way it is, that we're stuck in these endless heart cycles of, of old patterns of business and not getting to choose who we really are. But I've really seen that the more that we are with ourselves, we do really get to choose what lights us up. What do I, what we really want to see. We do really come to understand that life is about creation. It's about creating. And so for every new feeling that arrives that says, I'm not supported, I don't get to travel to the reality I most prefer. It's just stopping and being there to be very, very supportive with that feeling. So in the spirit of time travel, 
I got really, really obsessed with the movie Time Traveler's Wife, which is all about a man who has this uh, almost like a, a disease, they call it, where he time travels without the ability to control it all across his timeline. And he visits his mother's death. He visits his wife when she was young and he travels all over his own timeline. And it gave me this really interesting idea. So there were so many times when I felt unsupported or like people didn't see my vision. And I didn't, you know, I didn't even acknowledge or see my vision of a harmonious household, of a harmonious financial life, of getting to meet people easily and be supported easily. But then I started to really support myself when I had this idea come to me that what if I wrote some stories of time traveling all across my own timeline, so into my ideal future self, because the way that I see it is they're all timelines, you know, they're all options of how I could be living. And I could be learning something from that version of myself who had fully embodied what I desired to be. And it was a really cool exercise because it called upon that stream of consciousness and that trust of just going with the storytelling and seeing where it led me. So I have a dream of making great music and I had this desire on one particular day where I was feeling so um, musically trained and also just uninspired and untalented I decided to travel myself in this story to my future where I was already successful and I learned some really cool lessons from that version of me the musical artist, and that musical artist's name is O. So I'll give you a little bit of the passage of, of me time traveling around my own timeline. So imagine this. Imagine me, I'm 32, time traveling to when I'm 35 and visiting that version of myself to allow myself to embody that feeling and learn some lessons to keep embodying that feeling in my present moment. Here is a little snippet from one of the stories where I visited my future self. In my future, I desire to have musical and artistic success. And my future self, this person is called O. So every time I say O, I'm referring to my future self. Hey, O turns. Instinctively, O knows I'm there. We look so similar, but then not, just in the coloring of our faces. O's a lot more together than I am. Ella, my God, O said my name. Just know it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. This is you as well. This isn't just me over there on the other side of the world. This is coming from you. It's your world. Just keep remembering that and you'll navigate your way to more and more bliss. It's not just about believing in yourself. It's really about knowing you are already there in the feeling of it, that feeling that will build the world that you now see yourself in. And you already know how to get to that feeling, so you already have all the tools you need to experience this world that I'm experiencing. 
I love you. Take care, okay? So that was a little snippet from me visiting my future self where I learn lessons from that person, that person who is a part of me in this present day moment could give me a little bit of the support that I needed. And I found myself calling less and less on the outside world for support because I was able to time travel to the places where I felt that full support and I was experiencing it in my reality. So that was today's podcast, time travel, but we're really just talking about supporting ourselves and that unlocks the key to the time travel in all of our lives, traveling from a timeline that seems a little bit like like a death or like time lag to a timeline where things seem to happen instantaneously. The desires, the deepest desires we have arrive instantaneously. There's nothing stopping any of us from having those things arrive instantaneously, but for the amount that we support ourselves and we choose our own visions for what we really want in our lives. One morning, I woke up, and this is a really cool phrase to help us focus on that support, on on that self-support, or on that vision of something new and fresh that's on the other side of, of all of this feeling that, you know, we don't get our truest vision. And my guide said this, try not to think of what has been, but what gives us purpose and moves us forward in our consciousness evolution. The more that you support yourself and get to experience the joy and fun of time travel, the more you are opening a space for other people that perhaps they never even fathom could be possible. So I'll leave you with that thought. And the next podcast, which goes right up with this one, is all about prosperity where I talk about tuning into a planet that is a planet of prosperity and receiving that. Something beyond what we've been taught and known is possible for us. A planet where things happen easefully, gracefully, and prosperously. Thanks for joining me on this episode, and I can't wait to see you on the next one. 